the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy and ADF, the Alliance Defending Freedom. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. Lee Smith, investigative journalist, which he is. He's been on this program a number of times. He has a new book, by the way, coming out at the end of this month, The Plot Against the President, The True Story of How Congressman Devin Nunes uncovered the biggest political scandal in U.S. history. I happen to agree with you. I think it is the biggest political scandal in U.S. history. I don't think that's overstated. Anyway, Lee Smith, welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. Thank you, Dennis, for inviting me on. It's always a huge pleasure uh, pleasure and privilege to be with you and your listeners. Wow. Really? Yeah. It's not. (laughs) Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. (laughs) Seems like it. <laughs> that was perfect. See how hard my life is, then, I guess, right? <laughs> That's right. Where are you? Are you in Washington, D.C.? I am. I am. I uh, volitionally or because your your vocation demands it? I, I don't know. It's 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 a beautiful city, has that. And there are some then there are some wonderful uh Americans here. And this is actually since you mentioned my book, I don't want to talk about it too much right now but i'd love to come on later later when the book is out and talk yes, about it yes, of I, I, course I you will, will say yep i will say that one of the things that i found and i think it's going to make a lot of readers um happy and, and even more so proud to see people like congressman nunez and others how hard they fought um how hard they fought for their for their fellow citizens to get to the truth um, to get to the truth and to identify the different things that happened. And they, they fought a lot of things. They were outgunned, whether it was the press, whether it was the, uh, the intelligence bureaucracy here in Washington, whether it was the, um, you know, wh- whether it was left-wing, uh, left-wing money. But they fought, and, um, again, it's really their, their work, their role is phenomenally impressive. God bless them. So I'm eager. I'm eager. For well, that. let me eager bounce this. To see that story. Well, in light of what you just said, I want to bounce this yeah. off you and then get to Ukraine. Sure. I believe you're mentioning Devin Nunes fighting is what prompts this yeah. comment. Mm-hmm. I believe that this is the first time in my life that I have seen the left being fought. Yeah. Um, Do you know I said this on uh, Waters World on Fox News this weekend, and I was on for like, you know, four minutes. And very interestingly, I always find it interesting what people react to. And as a throwaway line, Mm -hmm. I just mentioned, they're not used to being opposed. They're not used to being investigated. And this president is the first to oppose the left. This and this went viral. Thing, this right. this comment went viral. Yeah. 
And whenever something goes viral, it doesn't mean it's it, you're, it's right. It could be wrong, right. but it means it hit a nerve. Right. And and I really do believe that this is they're not used to this. The left is is right. used to bullying, and the bully is being fought for the first time. Right. I agree entirely, and you may have seen, you probably did see yesterday, uh, the New York Times, the Washington Post, and the Wall Street Journal all had what was essentially the same piece about Attorney General, uh, Attorney General William Barr's uh, investigation into the origins of the Trump-Russia probe. And if you look at the basic layout of these pieces and you see other things that's happening, it's not just that they're not used to being fought. They're not used to being investigated. And so they're not even, they're not even used to being looked at. But now people are looking at a whole bunch of different things that went behind this investigation of Trump. Of course, it wasn't an investigation. It was an intelligence operation run by Clinton operatives, Obama officials, large parts of the IC, and of course the press. And the fact that people have fought back, whether it's Devin Nunes, whether it's President Trump, whether it's the Attorney General, um, I think that it's something that it's something again. Like I, 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 one of the things that I wrote the book for is to not just to highlight how terrific you know um, Congressman Nunes and his team was, but also that you know I hope to inspire people. Say it can be done. You can you can say these things. You can fight back. I don't think anyone wants a, wants a real pitched battle in the streets of American cities. What I'm talking about is people standing up for what they know is right and standing against what they know is wrong. And certainly President Trump, is he's out there in the middle of it. Do you think they will, before the 2020 election, actually come up with how the Russia collusion hoax was created? Um, I'll... I, I, I have no insight into this at all. What I will say is, from the different articles that have been written about Barr and U.S. Attorney John Durham's, uh, the questions of whom they're asking questions, whether it's of the Ukrainians, whether it's of the Italians, whether it's of the Brits or the Australians, my sense is they have a very, very good idea right now of what happened. The other thing is, I think in an investigation like this, the first thing you do is not go to questions. The first thing you do is you go to the documents, whatever documents there are, to get all the background information so you know how to ask the questions you need to ask. Again, I have no real insight into this. I'm just telling you, looking at this, no inside insight, looking at it from the outside, what it looks like. They know where to go to ask the questions, and they've probably already figured out what are the questions they need to ask. Okay, let's go to Ukraine. All right. So, uh, uh, Sean, would you please play uh, for Lee Smith? Would you play the uh, the Joe Biden uh, excerpt there? How was your How was your role as vice president in, in charge of policy in Ukraine and your son's job in Ukraine? How is that not a conflict of interest? It's not a conflict of interest. There's been no indication of any conflict of interest from Ukraine or anywhere else. Period. I'm not going to. I'm not going to respond to that. Let's focus on the problem. Focus on this man, what he's doing that no president has ever done. No president. Okay. Uh, so uh, what, there you have it. Yeah. There that, you have it. That's the Colonel. 
That is the kernel of Russiagate. Pay no attention to what I did. Pay attention to this man, Donald Trump. Don't you pay any attention to what I did. That's what the dossier was about. That's what Hillary Clinton, the entire operation on behalf of Hillary Clinton was about. Don't you pay any attention to what might be on my emails. Don't you pay any attention to the fact that, uh, that I mishandled classified information. Pay attention to Donald Trump. That's the real issue. This is what they've been doing since at least 2016. So just generally, now we can come back into Ukraine. I just wanted to point out, this is why I say it's the same operation. It's purpose for the same thing, and they're doing exactly the same thing. Pay no attention to the dirt we're involved in. Look at someone else. I mean, it's astonishing Mm -hmm. that Joe Biden can be on videotape bragging that he forced the Ukrainian president to fire their chief prosecutor, threatening withholding billions of dollars of U.S. loan guarantees, and that he gave the president six hours. This is Joe Biden on video telling an audience with pride how he twisted the arm of the Ukrainian president to get rid of the prosecutor who was looking into his son. Right. <laughs> what? That this is not an issue to the American media it, it right. is, 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 is dumbfounding. Right. So, I mean, it's, 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 but all of this stuff, when, you, when, when, we, when we started off, you're saying that, you know, now people are finally fighting, fighting the bullies. Like, this is always what they've done, though. People just turn the page and go, yeah, forget it. It's not worth it. Or Joe's on our side. What do we care? None of our business. Yes, Move along. That's right. The real problem is Trump. Right. The real problem is, some, you know, whoever the Republicans are running is a fascist, a Nazi, by virtue of the fact he's running on the Republican side of the ticket. Right. That's always been, that's the default. That's the default move. I say about Ukraine, what I try to, this is not really what this piece is about. But I think it's something important to keep in mind. There are, I have a few lines in this piece about it. The significant thing about Ukraine is not, it's certainly not 2020. And this so-called whistleblower's complaint about Trump trying to get information on Biden as a leg up in the 2020 race. It's not really even about 2016. One of the points that I want to try to drive home to people is that it's not really even about the Biden spokes about getting the prosecutor fired. We need to go back to 2014 when Joe Biden and the State Department are very active, both forcing out one Ukrainian president. This is during the Euromaidan protest. They're forcing out Viktor Yanukovych, who happens to be the guy that Paul Manafort was working for. Now, one salient fact is you've heard over the last three years, Paul Manafort uh, adduced as evidence of the Trump team's Russia ties because the Ukrainian he worked for, Viktor Yanukovych, was pro-Putin. Well, that's as it turns out, that's exactly the opposite of true. Wow. Manafort was trying to push, he was trying to push Yanukovych closer to the EU, right? So why all these li- I mean, first of all, this continued lie is an absolute indictment of Washington's foreign policy class, right? That no one could have said that. 
Look at the different people we have working in this city on Russia and Ukraine. And not one of them was capable of standing up and say, actually, the press campaign against Manafort and Trump, I, you know, I'm not going to take a, a, a position on that. But I got to tell you, what Manafort was doing was in parallel to the Obama administration. They were pushing the same thing for Yanukovych to get closer to Europe. So how does this happen? I thought that was evidence that Manafort was a Russian stooge, like all of the Trump, uh, like all of the Trump team. So, but these things start to shake out in 2014. That's when Biden's son is appointed. And again, remember Yanukovych. I hate to throw all these, you know, all these different. Um, Slavic names out, Ukrainian and Russian names, it gets a little complicated. Um, yeah, remember, Manafort was working at that period for Viktor Yanukovych. He's forced out of Ukraine, has to find sanctuary in Russia. Joe Biden comes in two months later, in April. That's when his son, Hunter, is named to the board of this energy company. Burisma, the owner of Burisma, it's not some great reformer. It's an ally of Yanukovych, the guy who's just been run out of Ukraine. So for three years, we've heard Clinton operatives. We've heard Democratic Party operatives all say that Yanukovych, that the fact that Manafort was working with Yanukovych proves he's a dirtbag. But if Hunter Biden works with Yanukovych, there's nothing to even consider. Right. So this is what I mean. It has to go back even a little bit further. And I believe the more and more we dig, you know, John Solomon has been doing fantastic work on this. I believe the more and more that people dig into this and find out what went on there, we're going to find many of the roots and sources of what's come to become known as whether it's the, whatever you want to call it, the Russiagate hoax, the, uh, the great Kremlin conspiracy whatever people want to, whatever people, however people choose to describe it. But a lot of what happened in Ukraine and in Washington around 2014, that no doubt fed into the operation against first the Trump campaign, then the transition team, and then the presidency. We're still seeing it. Many people thought it ended when the Mueller report came up empty with no collusion. It was, however, rebooted three weeks ago now with this um, with this whistleblower's complaint. What we're seeing is it's a cyclical, like a classical story. It's a cyclical narrative that keeps rotating around the same themes, the same issues, with the same point, to push, to undo an election and to push Trump from office. That's the purpose of it. That's right. It is. So what do you think will come out, if anything, with regard to Hunter Biden? Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I, again, I, I think that there's a larger there's a larger picture here where there's a lot of Obama officials, potentially, and some Clinton figures who may have been involved and strange stuff that's been going on in Ukraine since at least 2014. I believe that's quite likely. I think that people will continue to look into that and investigate it. I think the bigger picture right now, the the, the bigger picture in the near distance 
is what the Attorney General and uh, U.S. Attorney John Durham are looking at. I'm I'm optimistic, um, Dennis. I, I I hope you are too. But I believe that again, they're onto some very important and serious leads, and I think that they believe that what happened here, the way that this conspiracy theory has damaged our, not only has damaged our public sphere, I mean, it's done enormous damage to American institutions, the press, the intelligence community. I mean, every time I hear, you know, we saw reported over the weekend a, a second whistleblower's complaint. Like, every additional time we get something like that, it's going to be it's it's going to take another decade for the American public to trust the intelligence community again. We all know they do that there are serious people who put their lives on the line across the world, including here in the United States, people who are, who serve and protect their uh, their neighbors, their countrymen. But the stuff that we're seeing is just astonishing. I mean, an active FBI officer, uh, or rather ac- active CIA officer comes forward to participate in an operation against the sitting president? I mean, this is just incredible. Well, uh, look, it's just part of my, my, I have my own larger theme. Everything the left touches, it ruins. So now, now it's the intelligence community. So that's exactly what, what uh, has been described. Uh, I, do you think that as this plays out, I mean, the whole impeachment thing, yeah. Uh, do you think it will uh, it will benefit the Democrats? No, I think it's helping hard in a divide in this country. That's all I think it's doing. I mean, both sides seem to be heavily motivated. I mean, the left wing base is motivated by what they see as uh, by what they see as an open field and uh, you know or an open shot. Why not go after Trump every chance they get? That's what they're doing. Um, and I think the right sees this and is frustrated and increasingly angry. I mean, look, again, the, the, what I think happened, what the president's main request of the Ukrainian president was, it's quite clear to anyone who reads the transcript, which Trump made available for people to read, his primary request is that the Ukrainians help out. He said something happened to our country. They, he, they did something to our country, right? Not the Ukrainians, the Americans. We Americans did it to ourselves. Trump wants to find out what happened in Ukraine, what role various Ukrainian figures may have played. But the basic fact is it's what Americans did to other Americans. We've been dealing with this now for nearly three years. I don't think at this point, even after the Mueller report, people, people on the left, who wanted to believe in collusion haven't changed their mind. They either still believe that something really weird happened or they don't care. They believe it's a useful instrument to try to topple Trump, who was elected president. So I don't see it changing the basic equation. But again, I do believe that it's hardening a divide. That's a very good point. That's what it's doing. It's I agree. incredibly dangerous. Yes. It's very dangerous. That, that's correct. But they don't care. I mean, it's look. Apparently they don't. It's, no, they I, don't. I find the it's left, absolutely disastrous. Yes, yeah. it is. I'm totally yeah. on board with you. I'm sorry for going back to this, but I. Yeah. It, yeah. It, that is the the sun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't even conceive of a legitimate reason, of an innocent right. reason, yeah. 
why Hunter Biden is placed right. on a Ukrainian natural gas company right. board and given a salary other right. than the fact that his father was vice president. The, the man knows I mean, nothing about right. natural gas. He, he would, right. if he were, if he were parachuted into Ukraine, he wouldn't know where he was. So, right. uh, so how did the, how is there a possible innocent explanation? Well, there can't be. And as different people have said, you know, the money is the money is the rather significant factor here. You can imagine one can we can imagine a scenario where they say, look, we have a lot of problems here in Ukraine with corruption. We'd love for you Americans to help out in any way possible. We know we've got a problem. We know that our you're going to condition our aid on cleaning up our act here and we want to do it. And uh, Joe Biden comes up with a great idea and says, you know, my son Hunter's looking for a little work. And uh, this guy's on the up and up. He's going to come in and show you how to run some of your businesses with best possible practice. And and you know what? Don't worry. You don't have to pay him. He's going to be drawing a salary from uh, from some whoever, some U.S. government agency. Where he's going to be draw- drawing a salary from USAID. And it's going to be a very modest salary because we know that most of your poor people there in Ukraine are at the tops, they're making about $400 a month, aside from the crooks who are making many thousands, who are making, say, $50,000 a month, right? So, but that didn't happen, did it? Hunter Biden went in there and got a salary of up to $50,000 a month. I think it would be very hard. I'm, I'm open to all sorts of explanations. <laughs> Dennis. I think there's, right. I, 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 you know, I, I, even imaginary ones. But I think it's implausible. I think if we look at the basic layout, and again, if we go back to before 2016, the 2014, and the different things that people are doing at that time from the United States government, different American figures, not just Paul Manafort. There are lots of people involved there, and I hope that that is one of the things that Attorney General Barr and U.S. Attorney uh, John Durham are looking at, that they're untangling some of these issues for us. I don't think that Hunter Biden is at the center of it. I think he's an effect of bad things that were happening there. It's certainly quite possible, and this is probably something that people are looking at, what were the things that Hunter Biden was doing? Was he breaking American laws? Was he breaking Ukrainian laws? Were there other Americans who were in violation, who were in violation of American law or Ukrainian law at the time? How long was Hunter Biden on the board or whatever he was of this Ukrainian natural gas company? I believe it went up to 2019. I mean, so it started in 2014, and I believe until just recently he was on that board. So he continued to be on the board even after his father was no longer vice president. Right. So theoretically, right. that would that would argue uh, in his favor, just like... The Bill Clinton speeches income dried up when Thanks. his wife was no longer going to be president uh, or secretary of state. Lee Smith, I do want to thank you for uh, all the time you gave me, and I look forward to your book coming out the end of this month, The Plot Against the President, which, by the way, I don't know why any honest even person on the left would not acknowledge there's a plot against the president. I mean, from the day he was elected to today, there is a plot to undo the election. Impeachment is, by definition, undoing an election. So I, people will, will take umbrage at your title, but it's, 
it's describing something true. Right. Yeah. It, 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 it's, it's an important thing. The true story of how Congressman Devin Nunes, Nunes uncovered the biggest political scandal in U.S. history, and that is also true. It is the biggest mm-hmm. political scandal in U.S. history. As I keep telling my listeners, if it weren't for these constant hysterias, America would be at one of its most peaceful, happy times in history right wow. now. That's the irony. There's no reason we should be going through a crisis. None. He's done nothing to, to create it. The only thing he's done is is attack the left. But they're, they're, as, I, as I said, again, went viral, apparently they're not used to it, let alone being investigated. Anyway, that's why uh, what you're doing is important. Lee Smith, speak to you later in the month. Thank you, Dennis. I look forward to it. Thanks again. Yes, sir. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.